0: all right troops welcome back this is episode two we've made it to episode two of two minutes for chatting podcast quick thanks to everyone who's followed retweeted i think we've got more publicity than i thought we would get over the whole lifetime of this uh so welcome to this show i'll pass you on to my co-host Stephen, who's going to take us through what we're uh going to talk about this week
1: yep so tonight's team sheet talk through I guess if if you want to call it that team sheet talk through (laughs) team sheet talk through birthdays in one minute but for just now we're going to talk about uh, the departure of Mike Embach from the clan Um, going to discuss a couple of wee points that I picked up on John Tripp's interviews after the Edinburgh game Matt Keith's return we'll discuss that other comings and goings, um, absolutely. Other, other comings and goings throughout the league, different players signing and leaving. Clans uh, results over the last week, including the the Cardiff game on Wednesday night. Some predictions for the upcoming fixtures this weekend in the, the Elite league, and then we'll kind of move on to. football a wee bit talk about football different things going on there Oh, actually before that we'll probably discuss the nhl players not going to the winter olympics yeah we've had a special request our first request first request um and then other bits and pieces unrelated to sport towards the end of the show so if sport's not your thing fast forward to 90 minutes a
0: time a time that we don't know when it is yet yeah, true. Ah well then. Sounds good. So uh, I guess the first first thing we're gonna dive straight in is uh, clan the departure of supposed clan sniper, goal scorer, Michael Mback.
1: <laughs> Michael, I like it. you gave a
0: Sunday name there. I did. He uh, he came with a fair expectation of knowing where the twine is, I would say. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I believe so. Um, I don't know why. Just for some reason, it never seemed to work out for him.
0: No, I remember a couple of good goals early doors he had. I think he scored a really good goal against Manchester, maybe in the cup at the
1: start of the season. Yeah, I seem to remember when he came in, he kind of he was kind of flying from the start, and then just for whatever reason, just kind of fell by the wayside.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he leaves us with. 35 games played, 7 goals, 12 assists for 19 points.
1: It's it's not good.
0: No. Well, I mean, comparing it to last year, Fort Wayne Comets, East Coast League, 61 games, 18 goals, 33 assists for 51 points. So he's not, not absolutely flying. Then Fort Wayne, the season before he was there, played 54 games and it was 53 points. 23 of those were goals, so... Mm-hmm. He's got in in the past. Is, again, he's been with Fort Wayne a, a few, few seasons, and he's been up near or over even at some points a point a game. So it might just be one of those things where he, he's not su- suited to the style of clans play or the league. But I don't know. The league's getting better, so
1: yeah, it could be that. I think this is his this is his first time across. Like sort of playing outside the North America as well, I believe. So, yeah, it's it's maybe just not settled. Um, it's it's a shame for him, but I mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't really performing to the kind of standards that we we would our clan fans would kind of expect.
0: Yeah, now, I guess getting less and less ice time. I know he was uh-huh. he was good pals with uh, Big Shattuck, Big Sherry, Big Sherry, and. uh he even lost lost out of Jenga there, so... <laughs> his, uh, his season at the clan's collapsed in more ways than one, you
1: could say. True. I'd seen, uh, I'd seen comments that people had left about his departure, and uh, basically saying, oh, it's a, it's a shame, he wouldn't be the first one I would have picked to, to get rid of. But then I was trying to think who would be the first one. I, I wouldn't really know.
0: Yeah, that's difficult. Uh, I have to say that... Um, I've not been, if we're in critical mode, I've not been hugely bothered about what Brace has done either. Uh I know he brings a lot of speed, but I think he's really lightweight. Uh, I think. And that's, I'm just saying it's noticeable. Um, He seems to find himself in a lot of situations where he he needs kind of more upper body strength and whatever else and he's getting bullied off it. Uh, I think he's got a bit of the Craig Peacock syndrome in that sense. <laughs> I think they're both a bit of like wet paper bags. Uh,
1: I guess that's not that's not John Frank. I know that's that's
0: that's not their that's not their thing, but uh,
1: you need players like that. You can't just have a full a full roster. No, you do you do a bit fill big bodies and stuff.
0: You're not. I don't think you're seeing the best of them yet. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, although. People do a lot of things that go unnoticed as well in games. So you never know what people are getting asked to do by coaches and stuff. So you can't be too harsh. And then obviously coaches see training and other things. So
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's difficult to just say, ah, get rid of him, get rid of him. But I like to look at Poulan, just talking about people coming in. He uh, he looked pretty good against Cardiff. He's kind of reminds me of Kavanaugh in the way. Remember Ryan Kavanaugh? (laughs) In <laughs> the way that he look, always looks, as though he's wanting to get a wee shot away, uh-huh. always looking forward, looking
1: quick, quite like that. The thing I, the thing I really admired about Ryan Kavanaugh was his um, his passing was just sublime. Like he would just zip them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, seemingly impossible passes, just kind of just zipped in.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, I think Lapines looked pretty good as well. Settling in, he's obviously a good player. Uh, yeah, good, solid, yeah, pretty good. And I think that kind of leads on to John Tripp talking about some of the new guys and maybe like the likes of Lepine in his interviews.
1: Yep. Yeah. So i had after the Edinburgh game, I listened kind of closely to what John Tripp was saying in these interviews, and um, he said a, he said a couple of things that kind of made me wonder what was happening behind the scenes kind of thing. So he was talking about making a making a couple of changes. Or sorry, a couple of changes that have been made. And then he corrected himself by saying, I mean, brought a couple of players in. But this was this was before the departure of him back. Yeah, yeah. Um and then talking about Lapine uh coming through university and stuff. He was saying like these guys know what professionalism is, etc. So it just kinda made me think maybe there was something going on with him back behind the scenes. But again you can just that's total speculation. You can't really yep. put anything to that. But it just kinda of made me wonder.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean obviously he couldn't let on at that point, but he strikes me as a kinda of guy who's uh, won't suffer fools and uh, if he's not happy, players aren't following the system or whatever he's I think they'll know about it. Obviously you're restricted to the number of changes you can make here. Terms of what's available and things, but it's, uh, yeah, I suppose in a way positive that making changes like that.
1: Yeah, indeed. Um, I still think we can. Uh, we definitely need a sniper. I mean, I'll probably harp on about that until the end of time. But yeah, we just lack day that's going to just rack up the points for us, really. And I guess you know you you can't really keep relying on Brooks and Schofield for point productions. But... Yeah,
0: I know. Well, I mean. Talking about putting the puck in the net, the the Cardiff game, just to briefly touch on it, we really did need a need a goal there. Uh, I was there on Wednesday. It was it was really enjoyable, actually, I have to say, in terms of a game, because I thought you saw a Cardiff team who, when they were good, were really good. It's the most sort of sustained pressure in periods that I've seen the clan been put under, like genuinely sort of chasing shadows for bits bits and pieces of that game but at the, certainly at the, the first period I thought Clan were really pretty unlucky not to score should have scored, especially in the last 10 minutes. Bounds is a good keeper, he kept a minute for sure but I think a goal there could have changed it. Cardiff looked a bit shaky but once they get going you can see why they're up there they've got probably four lines that are difficult to, to rank in order of quality, I mean you've got obviously really good players like Joey Martin but the rest of them they can rotate lines and not lose lose anything whereas the reality with clan is that you're looking at first two lines and then after that you're not expecting so much if you get it it's a bonus kind of thing.
1: Yeah yeah, that's a good, that's a good point um, I guess they can kind of pick and choose and can sort of mix it up between the lines and everybody kind of seems to gel well together regardless of who's yep. playing on the line. And that's really not the case well
0: the Yeah, no, it's uh it's pretty noticeable when you've got that third or even a makeshift fourth line on. It's uh it's it's not as not as productive you can say, but it actually Tripp was apart from giving his A for effort, I think his quote was, he was sounded pretty down. It was quite an awkward interview actually with Craig Anderson but uh he referred to being able to turn teams around and play a 200-foot game is the sort of buzz, buzzword of it if you're not scoring off the rush. And Clan weren't really able to do that mm. so much. Uh, I thought Cardiff were pretty disciplined in terms of their breakouts and breaking down our attacks and things. Uh, although I think maybe hit post ones Petoni hit the bar. Probably should have scored. Again, yeah. that was... We were yeah. 1-0 down at the time. Uh, we we requested a video review on that one. And uh, Cardiff had earlier. And even still seeing, I don't know if you've seen the highlights.
1: I haven't seen the Cardiff highlights, no.
0: I, so Cardiff had a, a shot that well, was ruled out after a video review. Uh, mm. I still i am not sure, even having seen the replay and the highlights, that it's not gone in and out. But it's really hard to tell. This would be a two-post effort. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Was it one of those ones that kind of looked as if it
0: might it hit the, it back?
1: the back? Maybe. I don't
0: know. Uh, our one was Petone's was right in the slot. The puck was kind of bobbling about and he scooped it up and Bounds wasn't going to save it. It hit the bar, but it was clearly clearly off the bar. Yeah, okay. uh, But it was the first time I'd seen requested video reviews, so both teams lost their time out. As a result of that, that's what happens. So, no, it was quite a good game. It was, there was no like there were no drums or anything there, so wasn't as loud. But I think sometimes I don't mind that that hearing a bit of what goes on the ice is, I think, quite good from time to time. Gives a different atmosphere, and I don't know, it's just quite nice, quite different.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. I've I've not really. I've I think I've been to many games where there's not been or the drummer's not been there, so I don't really know what it would, what it would be like atmosphere-wise.
0: Yeah, I mean, you hear you basically hear everything on the ice, but because it was a good quality game, it kind of was almost as if it added something to it. I don't know; it's hard to describe but I think they were unlucky not to get some, uh, but that's Cardiff. Why they're looking good at the moment for for the league. I would say.
1: Yeah, I think that's the that's the thing with teams at the top of the league; they kind of manage to grind out wins like that. Um, it's the it's the markings of of a successful was it a successful team I guess yeah so I just wanted to ask actually what was the what was the crowd like like I know obviously there was no drummer there and stuff but like was it did it look fairly empty or was mm, it
0: it looked it looked like the two was it two, 2200 or something that it was I think they said it was was it well I think that's what they said. Often, I mean, it. it uh, well, we sat around the other side. We don't usually. We usually sit on the uh, the right hand side as you go in, but we're sitting on the left. And uh, I don't know. It just all feels different. So it was all kind of new. All kind of new to us. Yeah, yeah. A different, a different perspective. But I think it didn't. It didn't feel loud. But I don't know. I don't think it took much away from that game in particular. People might disagree, but I think you. It didn't affect, you know, sometimes you think, oh, we need the crowd to bring the team into it. But I don't think they, their performance was hampered by it in any way or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I guess
1: it, I guess the players must know as well that it was a midweek game, so they probably weren't expecting it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But they seemed uh, seemed pretty pumped up for it. And it's good. It was an enjoyable game.
1: Yeah, hopefully that's a, a good sign going forward then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you never know. It's... Jekyll and Hyde of it at the moment
1: Aye we need to start getting points on the board really yep. with Dundee keeping our backs
0: Yeah well I mean yeah there was the Dundee result on Sunday Dundee or well just quickly the Edinburgh one I think that was probably a bit closer than people thought it was going to be but Edinburgh definitely improving especially with that new keeper
1: Yeah seems to be um, again it's a bit of a, a, bit of a weird scenario as always, as it seems to be in Edinburgh. But a, a narrow victory, but a victory nonetheless for us. Um, yeah. I'm sure we've taken it before. Beforehand. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, Dundee was,
0: well, you knew they were on the up and I think they just deserved to beat us. I don't, from all accounts, I, I watched the highlights, I don't, it was earlier in the week, I don't uh, remember thinking anything other than Dundee deserved to win there and there. Really strong at home,
1: yeah. Especially
0: for that short bench that they're still playing with a low, getting players back now.
1: Yeah, that's true. We'll probably we'll come on to that probably in a wee minute. But it's I mean I was surprised when we when we beat Dundee up there the last time. So I guess that I wasn't yeah. really expecting a result there. I don't think just judging by just judging by the way we've been playing. Yeah. yeah so I think four one is probably a fair reflection. But again you don't you can't really tell from the highlights yeah so yeah sorry carry on being a highlights just when you were talking about that you'd um introduce me to the the Guildford highlights oh yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> that's quite funny amazing i think it's the best highlights commentary in the league i have to say it uh, it adds something really good to it and it's not just the guy's voice i think his descriptions and sort of sense of the game is really pretty good. It adds adds a lot to it. So
1: Yeah. It just kinda I don't know, it just sounds very sorta Yeah. It's yeah.
0: the it's the short the kind of short clips of highlights as well. It's just it's just the action. I think that's why it works as well. uh uh-huh. You know, listening to this, it wouldn't have the same wouldn't have the same buzz about it if you're listening to a twenty minute highlights package of that. But uh, no, I thought it's excellent. It's one of my first views when it comes. The <laughs> highlights come out during the week.
1: It's <laughs> definitely interesting. Um, but they still did I can't even remember now. I watched it, but did they have like reruns of the goals? Uh, no, no, I don't even think they do. Right. Okay. Just... I think that's. I know we do something, but it seems yeah. to be this GoPro that's in the goal or whatever. Yeah. Never seem to show you. Kind of slowed down yeah. from the main camera. Yeah, the Belfast Belfast highlights are
0: superb. They've got a
1: yeah
0: a camera in the net and they show the replays from that. And they're always out hours after the game finishes. So yeah, they're definitely up there in terms of best highlights package. I would say. Yeah,
1: the, Dund- the Dundee one's quite funny as well. Like just yeah, kind of yeah. stopping trip after the first period and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it it doesn't really seem approachable, to be honest. Like, the best no, I think.
0: Like an absolute nutcase.
1: But, <laughs> but, um, I, it's just, it, it just kind of strikes me as a bit weird and just kind of what you're expecting the coach to say after the first period. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just uh, yeah. I yeah. want him to just go and speak to the players. And he's obviously kind of like everything that's just happened, he needs to kind of process that and stuff to,
0: yeah. Yeah, no. it's a good i like i like that they're doing it it's, it's so, a good so. effort nice it's, it's uh it's different and it's something that's kind of interesting but it does result in funny interviews because you've got <laughs> coaches that are just seconds after shouting and screaming <laughs> and uh, coming straight to talk to a censored i don't even know if it is censored actually a mm-hmm. censored audience yeah uh, they can hardly hear what the guy's saying because it's all the players are walking off and the crowd are walking past and whatever it is, so... But that's interesting.
1: Yeah, no, definitely.
0: So, uh, still on Dundee. Nice uh, nice change over there. Uh, Chris Chris Lawrence, big Larry, back for Dundee after four months out.
1: Yeah, that's that's a, a, another huge boost for Dundee. Um, if can Playing playing a lot better recently um, wasn't it enough then they've got Chris Lawrence to add to their roster yep
0: yeah he, uh, if he's minds on the game he's right up there in the league in terms of quality I would say
1: yeah no definitely and having not played for that
0: long he'll be buzzing to yeah he... back out there you would have thought uh, playing Fife I think is it Fife there his first game back that'll be a good one yep that'll be a real test they've sold that out as well Dundee. be Good. I think that'll be a close one. It'll be interesting to see that. Sorry, it was
1: just a long pause there. I was just wondering what was
0: happening. I was was taking a drink.
1: Right, I'm going to take a drink now.
0: Right, okay. Drinks Break. Sponsored by... Wellwood Communications. Wellwood Communications.
1: Other companies are available. Wet Wall Works. Yep. Remember and keep your eye on the puck at all times. Please do that. Please stay in your seat as well Well, puck's an open play. Can't forget that one. That's the main one. That is the main one because
0: people don't do it. Okay, oh, well, maybe, maybe they'll
1: listen to the podcast.
0: Yeah. Then they'll know. Anybody that moves. Sniper. Should get targeted. Right, exactly. That's what we need. Get Scott put back in. <laughs> just to fire pucks at people that move.
1: I was going to say a, an actual sniper from now that wee window that seems to... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to do the kinda mid period uh, uh, news uh, reports. Whatever Andy McLaughlin looks like. Yeah. Out yeah. There, yeah. Nah, that'd be good. Just have Andy McLaughlin himself as a sniper.
0: The spotlight comes on the person. <laughs> two seconds before the trigger's pulled so everyone can see.
1: <laughs> Something maybe for next season.
0: Something for next season, yeah. If they see if it's not going so well we can maybe bring in a sniper that's not Scott Pitt but yeah
1: aye. that'd be good there's no snipers this year no nah, absolutely
0: uh, both on and off the ice the, uh, just I forgot to mention the this plexiglass gate oh,
1: oh aye yeah so
0: you've, you've got uh, the plexiglass issue against Manchester was it where the wire came off and that was a delay and they told everyone to go and get a drink so it'll be 10 minutes <laughs> and then told them that's it ready. Two minutes later. I know. Uh, against Cardiff. There was that kinda just a, a light check against the boards and one of the panels fell out. Looked like it hit somebody and then uh, Josh Batch caught it coming back on the ice and that was a stoppage for about ten minutes. For the first aid report and all that stuff, yeah. yeah. She had she had an ice pack on for the rest of the game, so Is that right? Yeah. So it's the only well, it's the only plexiglass board on that side that's slightly higher than the rest of them.
1: Keep <laughs> so. out for it. yeah. Oh. Uh, you in the game? Um, this is this is years back. I think it was against Dundee The the I I can't even remember who it was now, but somebody checked someone in, into the board, and the glass just smashed. Did it
0: smash in the way or out the way, like in at the crowd or? Into the car, the-
1: it just kind of shattered. <laughs> both sides but just Tyler shattered. Tyler shattered everywhere. Aye, but that, well, I haven't really, I've not really seen anything else other than that. And I guess it was kind oh.
0: of with that with the the Zamboni breaking incident. I remember that the guy went too close to the, the boards and it snapped off. oh Yeah, uh, remember that. <laughs> it's a bit the uh, the plexiglass breaking is a bit like at school where an unnamed person ran through a vending machine (laughs) and uh, I suppose one of the funniest bits about that was, so this guy that we knew at school ran through a vending machine and uh, it was a scramble, remember it was a mad scramble to get everything out of it and you'd you'd the wee boxes of sun-made raisins untouched (laughs) in row D1 or whatever it was (laughs) And then uh, the guy comes in with a new pane of glass and everyone's watching him and he drops it. Smash again.
1: <laughs> I just Raging, remember. everyone's
0: laughing. He's like, everyone's laughing at him. Fuck off, fuck off, mate. Sticking the fingers <laughs> up. That was brilliant. I loved that. One of, the, one of the better days, I have to say. It was, yeah. Uh, so that was a bit of a... Uh, a fork in the road in terms of discussion. We were talking about uh, player departures and transfers, so you'd big Lawrence back, but you've got three three arrivals, two yep. of which are new to the league. Luke Pither to Nottingham. Yep. And Mike Creek, I think it's probably pronounced. We'll find out from the awesome highlights guy at Guildford. <laughs> uh, so Nottingham looking to make changes there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um just kinda looking at his stats the now. Um Elite Prospects go. General Manager. Uh, here we go. We're firing up. Um I so he's coming in from Alm Al- Tuna Are <laughs> <laughs> we of Tuna? Are we <laughs> Swedish
0: Swedish of tuna?
1: Some Swedish
0: tuna tin. Alm tuna I S. What IS stands for, but no injuries moved. No injuries moved. <laughs> but we won't go into that, I don't think, in this family
1: podcast. <laughs> we'll save that for the terrorism yeah, go, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, carry on. Um coming in from Al Svenskin, where he scored seven goals, five assists for twelve points in thirty one games. So it doesn't really strike you yeah, as huge numbers, but then again
0: Yeah, but you look at look at that. That season 2009-10 as well though. Ninety four points there.
1: Yeah, huge, huge points. I guess it kinda of depends where, where the managers want them to play or what kind of style they want them to play. They to kinda of fit in with the rest of the um, rest yeah. of the roster.
0: Looks a good player anyway, good experience. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Although you, you never know, experience doesn't necessarily mean success in
1: this league, but interesting to see how he gets on. Is we uh is we biography on elite prospects? Pither is a skilled centre whose strength lie in offence he can finish plays as well as set up line mates isn't that kind of something that we yeah on? finish plays but then it says isn't mm. very aggressive or
0: physical so where's Lee Soters yeah being where? a fireman or whatever it is he's been is that right is that what he's done? well I think it might be something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> just surmising nah I'm pretty sure I remember seeing a picture of him Looking like Fireman Sam or something like that, but
1: was that not on your calendar,
0: no? <laughs> no. it wasn't my uh what do you call that calendar again? I don't
1: know. Oh yeah, like the just I was talking about the clan one, but
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you meant. I thought you know the one where the you see the physical side of the of the players statures and sort of topless yeah. dressing room positions. <laughs> what was that called? Oh, I'll get it anyway. Um, yeah. So, and you've got Mike Krieg coming into Guildford. Yeah. From the East Coast League. Uh, not played that many games in general. A uh, few years in the East Coast League. Not can't really gather much about him. Small guy, pretty small, five feet ten. See what happens.
1: Not really much. Yeah. Could be brought. I mean, I don't know. I guess because they're, they're kind of. Not really fallen by the wayside, but a couple of a couple of bad results at the weekend. Yeah, Um, albeit against top up 11, Yeah, they lost.
0: But... Uh, Brasmus Edstrom was released from Guildford. Yeah, playing seventeen games. Uh, obviously didn't work out there. Although he's recently had a pretty good resume. Not many points for a defenseman, but yeah, he's pretty solid. You've got a career basically in. Swedish top divisions and second divisions there, so just didn't work out for him, right. so looks like a replacement there. Uh, yeah. And finally, you've got Jindrik Passel. I think I don't know if I remember him being called Henry. Anyway, going to Milton Keynes. I think right, uh, okay. Mr. Mika Weekman's injured. This guy played with Nottingham last year, I'm sure. Came in as a backup or a third goalie or something like that last year, so
1: uh, correct he played about right. 20 games didn't he like over league and cup he played with him in the continental cup as well
0: um, that's a big loss to them in terms of Mika Mika Weakman getting been out for a while if, if he is indeed uh, cause he's a he's certainly a good keeper and they're not not exactly solid at the back at the moment Milton Keynes are allowing a lot of goals and chances from what I've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah, appear to be, not too, kinda up to, kind of, up to scratch with what's going on there.
0: Yeah, they, they, uh, they lost 7-3 at home to Nottingham on Sunday and uh, 3-1 at, in Manchester. Uh, yeah,
1: just as well, either of us picked Milton Keynes yeah, yeah, no, exactly. for that game.
0: Um, yeah, so, the results then, talking about predictions from last week, I think I got I get two of them wrong. I got I said that Cardiff would win in Nottingham. They didn't. And I said that Fife would beat Dundee at home. And Dundee came back in that mad game from four one and five, two down, whatever it was.
1: That was the game. <laughs> so I Dundee Dundee yep. won in penalty shots, is that right? Penalty oh, shots, I think, yeah. Penalty shots. Or was it overtime? Dunno. One of the- Jerry was interviewing John Tripp. Did you, did you hear that one? No, what did they say? He, he basically he was just kind of telling Tripp that it was 6-all in overtime and then Tripp's response was, well, um, Dundee actually won that on penalty shots. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs>
0: That's going to make Craig uh, much less likely to want to talk to him again, ever. <laughs> that was Jerry though. Not that- oh, Jerry, sorry, right. Jerry would maybe take it in the stride a bit more, but <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, so, yeah, I get two of those wrong, so maybe better luck this week in terms of predictions.
1: Yeah, I think, well, I get the same two as you wrong, plus a few. Plus about
0: five others.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because you tried to be controversial and yeah. it just didn't happen. Just say it as it is. Yeah. So, uh, quickly run through this weekend. Just for the clan themselves, a double away header. That's not words in the right order, but you know what I mean.
1: Uh, to Manchester. We're forgetting something. What? The return of Junus Loneberg at Sheffield. Oh yes, of course, yeah. Skipped over that one. My apologies,
0: they had a, a cool wee social media video effort with that.
1: They had an interesting day, I believe. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, he, uh, he seems to not be able to make up his mind where he wants to play. So,
1: I <laughs> will see. See how long he's there for. He's a pretty big guy. That's all I can say. Yeah. Don't. I don't. I, seems to like him there. Yeah, it would appear so. I don't actually remember him all that much. Was he injured last year or? No, he just signed this year. He came. He played last year, or didn't he? Nah. No. No.
0: No. I look he looked out. He just signed this year and. Uh, played played for a few games at the start then went away then came back for a selection of games I get you just to play and then went away again and now he's back so right I see
1: I was impression it was last season
0: from all accounts he didn't really want to leave but I don't know if it's family stuff or whatever but uh, we'll see see with that one Sheffield though so if he doesn't do well everyone will be happy
1: (laughs) Yep. go through the upcoming fixtures then sorry yeah we'll just
0: yeah. just quickly touch on them uh, so we've got uh, two clan games both away at Manchester I think we've been improving will we get anything from there mm, I'm going to be honest no right I can see us maybe scoring a few goals and getting a couple of the games close but eh uh, I don't think so. Optimistic head would say we would maybe pick up a point or two out of four. Yeah. But realistically, I'm going to say none. And that's been biased. <laughs> right.
1: I'm going to go
0: through the games. Right. Uh, when, on the Sunday or
1: the Saturday? Um, whatever. <laughs> right. I don't really know. I like, I'm kind of I guess i am being a bit optimistic as well. I don't know where it would come from cuz we don't seem to be scoring anything, now, but yeah, no exactly that's that would be my issue. But then at the start at the start of the year I wasn't I wasn't too impressed with the players that Manchester had brought in, Indy, but they seemed to be doing a job. But I guess kind yeah. of I was kind of more looking at their CVs previously and stuff like that and
0: Yeah. That's it's always a danger yeah no exactly well they've got two defencemen their names end in Z so that's pretty cool that's cool enough for me yeah Trends and Stannis Stan is, yeah. Stannis yeah Stannis ends in a Z I think it does it does yeah All Right, so that's that's cool enough for me so we'll see I think we'll just have to hope Clemente put, pushes the nets off or something <laughs> <laughs> oh that's always an interesting one but yeah well, he it pretty head shite. he's a keeper whose style is push off the posts they come off he gets the blame I don't know maybe 1 in one in 10 he means it aye maybe I'm never going to call it they've said I think in the past
1: I'm never going to call it why, why on earth would you come out and say that because then obviously that's just all that's going to happen because players know that especially well especially with the Manchester game a couple of weeks ago because Finity obviously knows what's going on so he's He's told Clemente, basically just, when in doubt, just push off the net.
0: It's uh, interesting on that. I saw, I don't remember seeing before, but between periods they were hammering on the pegs. I think it's still the same shape pegs at Brayhead, but <laughs> they were actually hammering them in. Uh, struggling to remember the nets coming off at all once. But that's because Nye and Bounds, they're not really that style. Bounds is pretty pretty orthodox. nice, unorthodox and scrambly, but not the type of keepers that look to get momentum off the post, I wouldn't say. Interesting, actually, Bounds said in his interview that Real likes watching Nye because he is a bit unorthodox, a bit mental at times, and a lot of the keepers are like robots now, so he likes to see that, uh, which was interesting.
1: Yeah, that's pretty
0: interesting. Um, yeah, no, I'm just, just going to crack through through the rest quickly, so Edinburgh at home to Guildford. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh, actually. Edinburgh at home. Always dangerous. I'm going to go Guildford, just because I like their highlights. (laughs) Saying that, you you always want... I kind of want the Scottish teams to win, but...
1: Did you say... Sorry, did you say Edinburgh at
0: home or away there? They're at home. On a Saturday, which is not a common thing. Edinburgh are usually a Sunday team, I think. uh, Yeah. Um... They're actually at home, double home that weekend. Dundee on the Sunday. I think Edinburgh are getting no points that weekend.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you, I think. Um, I was swithering whether to take Edinburgh in that one, but I fully expect Guildford to get back on track, I think.
0: Um, Milton Keynes are at home to Sheffield and then away to Guildford. I'm going to say No points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. I just it's realistic. I don't see any points for them there.
1: Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they went into Guildford and beat Guildford. Maybe because
0: they've got the old last season rivalry and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I just think Milton Keynes are struggling a wee bit at the moment, so I'll go for no points for them. You fancy a a Milton Keynes win in Guildford?
1: I see what you're doing you're kind of talking me into this aye I'll go for it right ok this
0: is so that I can win the prediction league <laughs> even though there isn't one eh uh, I've done in a two hard clan yeah 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 yeah. worst you can be second silver silver medal I'll take that Uh, I've covered clan's two games Cardiff are home then away to Coventry I'm going to say four points yeah, I would agree with that. A tougher game in Coventry, probably, but I don't know. I just I was impressed with them when they were good uh, on Wednesday, and just from recent results, I think I'd be surprised if Coventry got anything from them. And then also we saying that that's also kind of clan bias because I want Milton Keynes to lose, and I want Coventry to lose, and I should be wanting Dundee to lose for us to get that eighth place. <laughs>
1: Uh, unfortunately it doesn't work like that and no it doesn't we'll make it difficult for ourselves yeah but then should Coventry lose both those games that would be them on a five game losing streak yeah which is difficult yeah. to come back from but I guess you you know they know what the, the fixtures were beforehand so yeah a tough run of games for them
0: but now I'm going to say mm, no points for Coventry there yeah agreed Nottingham are Home to Belfast, away to Fife. Now that, this is when it gets more difficult. Uh, Belfast looking really good at the moment. Nottingham though, four point weekend. Beating Cardiff last week at home. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. I think Belfast beat them last time. Beat Nottingham last time. Not sure. So, what am I going to go for for that? I'm going to say Belfast will win that one. <laughs> I don't commit to penalty shots or overtime. That's none of that. I'm going to say Belfast will win in Nottingham. And then I'm going to say Nottingham
1: will win in Fife.
0: Whoa.
1: So, two points. Two points. OK. Do we not get extra points for saying whether they
0: win in overtime or not? No. Maybe we do, but I'm not committing to any overtime. Right.
1: It didn't, well, it didn't matter last week anyway. Um, I'll go with... I'm going to take Nottingham against Belfast. Right. And I'm going to take five. Okay, so we're <laughs> total, totally mirrored there. Totally mirrored. <sighs> Just okay. they have being different.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. Last game is... Last set. Dundee, We are at home to Fife and then away to Edinburgh. I think they'll beat Fife at home. I don't know, I've just got a feeling. Yeah. Uh although in a way we'd kinda want Fife to win that. It's difficult to say that. It's hard to admit that. Uh but you shouldn't be relying. If if Clan win their games, then it's in their own hands at the moment. I think. Maybe Coventry are maybe two points behind their game
1: in hand, but Uh I think, still. I think Dundee are, Dundee have played three games less than us. I think they're four points. Right. Down. Right. Okay. Well, I st- I
0: still think it's at the stage where it's in our own hands. If we get a runner form, yeah, it doesn't matter about what happens in other games. So, with my neutral hat on, I'm going to say Dundee will beat Fife, and then I think they'll win in Edinburgh as well because I've already covered that. But
1: yeah, yeah. I so I agree with four four points
0: for Dundee there, which should be an incredible effort, really. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but two definitely two winnable fixtures.
1: Yeah. I think you know they've they've got a sellout on Saturday. Chris Lawrence is coming back for them. I think they'll be they'll be well up for it on Saturday. I think that'll um, spill over into Sunday as well.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, so I think that kinda covers the elite league stuff unless you've got anything else to go on with that.
1: You want to discuss Matt Keith? Oh Matt Keith, how could I forget? How could you? Mackie.
0: So, if you uh, tell us what's happening with that then?
1: I don't really know. Is it So he's he's coming back to Brayhead uh, on the 10th, I believe, against Dundee. Is that right? Sounds about right, yeah. Unfortunately, he's not playing, but he will be there to unveil his banner. And to do the drums and the puck drop, maybe.
0: I'm just making that up, I don't know <laughs> if he'll be doing the puck drop, but... You know this song. This song will be cracked out. Absolutely. Because now it's just Keith's replaced with Clan. Maybe is that right, or just
1: nothing? I think so. I think it's Clan. Yeah, it's difficult to work out at times what people are saying, and I think everybody else running about is just kind of guessing what they're saying.
0: Yeah. As well. Yeah, it's Clan or sev or Shite or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that will be good to see him back because he was although maybe his last year wasn't as good as he wanted uh, the fourteen, fifteen, and following season I think, even the stuff you knew that he seemed like a good captain on the ice but also off it he seemed like a pretty good pretty good guy, good role model
1: yeah absolutely It'd be good. good to have good to have him back unfortunately he's not going to just slot into that top line
0: yeah I know, I know yeah. Who knows? But he'll he'll maybe be be back in the bloopers video again, <laughs> asking Jerry if he's got shit in his mouth.
1: <laughs> I'd forgotten about that.
0: Yeah, it was good. That was good. No, it'll be good to, be good, to good to see him back. Get his, get his banner up there. I think that's deserved for sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think, um, I don't know why, well, I guess we know why now it's taking so long for them to... um. Unfurl this year's banner. That's actually from last year, um, because obviously Pitt had signed for for Manchester, and I think it probably was a, yeah. a toss up between the two of them. But obviously, he, obviously, we yeah. would give it to Keith, given he was
0: yeah yeah no absolutely. Or you could have. I'd have liked to seen Pitt Beck and Hammond on the one banner. <laughs> get them all back. I know. Unfortunately, we will get them all back again at some point this season, but. They'll be wearing a, a
1: black and they'll be we wearing a purple jersey.
0: <laughs> yeah, well we've a purple as well with lightning bolts on it and Alright, ah, okay. Scoring tower net. eh uh, yeah, so no, it'll be good to see him back. Um last I suppose last ice hockey thing is the chat that we were asked about. What did we think about uh NHL not releasing their players for the Olympics? Yeah. Um just a wee bit of background on that. Uh, So, the story is that there's disputes between NHL and the IOC, so the Olympic Committee, for the costs incurred by the players for going. And who covers that? The the IOC apparently used to pay to cover travel insurance accommodation for the players. Right. Uh, But now they don't because... Well, they've decided to pull that. They don't do it for other professional sports leagues like NBA or whatever, who would also have players, yeah, going to the Olympics. So they're not funding that. So, right? Okay. Uh, awesome. Apparently, the N NH- the II double I H F, not IIII, double I, so not four eyes. <laughs> double I H F. Offer, <laughs> yeah. Offer to pay twenty million. Dollars to cover the cost, right? But the NHL it says that they rejected that because cost was just one of the factors that they were worried about, and also things they also didn't want players getting injured and then affecting the rest of the NHL season. Apparently, so basically, it's a dispute between the NHL and the Olympic Committee who okay who pays for who covers the cost of the players being there. So
1: yeah. They ain't doing it. Uh, luckily for for Canada and, and America, well, luckily for luckily for most most countries going to the Winter Olympics, they'll have enough decent players to be able to.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, in a way that might make it quite interesting. Yeah, I saw there was that video doing the rounds on social media with the American player. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but his dad was there at the rink or whatever, and he was telling him he got picked for the team.
1: Right, no, I've not
0: seen it. Uh, so his dad was pretty emotional for him, but it just means that guys who wouldn't normally get a chance are in there, so Yeah. I'm trying to see what the standard's like and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure, it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be a high yeah.
1: standard. Yeah,
0: absolutely. A lot of these countries as you say have got enough enough to cover. It's just you've not got the superstars that might mm-hmm. I don't know, draw the crowds and stuff. Saying that, it depends. South Korea, isn't it? Uh, pyong Yeah, it's in South, South yeah. Korea. So how much of a draw is it going to be there? And is the likes of the fact that Sydney Crosby or whatever is not going to be playing, that going to affect people's decision to go and whatever?
1: Maybe they could just stick a Crosby jersey on someday. And... Yeah, yeah,
0: no, absolutely. Uh, I'll
1: draw the crowds in.
0: But no, it's... It's interesting 'cause it it'll be good to see what it's like without these guys. Yeah, definitely. I think it could be could be pretty good. But a lot of this stuff now is down to funding and money and yeah. Paying for stuff. It's you see things like that in the elite league as well. Restrictions because there's not money to do it. It's not mm-hmm. it's the way it is. But
1: Yeah, unfortunately. When when did the when did the Winter Olympics start? A couple of weeks?
0: Uh quickly Google that for you. I think it's a couple of weeks' time. Ninth of February. Ninth. Yep. Let's see how that goes. Uh thanks for the question there. Uh DUFC player. You know who you are?
1: <laughs> yep. There was uh, another part to that that comment, but we'll save that for later on.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh what have we got? Let's just finish round up on the ice hockey. We had uh Julie had suggested uh, a wee section on covering daft things you hear in the crowd at Clan. I thought that was a pretty good idea. And we can maybe open up to some people who, who are listening to give their suggestions of what they've heard. Um, but uh, the other night I had a couple of guys behind me, I won't tell tell you where I was sitting, but I heard comments like, uh, "I Cardiff are really good on the ball, really comfortable. <laughs> and yeah, uh,
1: that's a common one I think, isn't
0: it? I heard uh I he's that Pope's been with Cardiff for years and uh, he definitely <laughs> just signed at the start of the season, so Yeah. So, uh, you always get you always get the, the the odd golden nugget. I'm sure you've heard a couple as well.
1: Oh definitely. Actually, one kinda of sprung to mind earlier on. Um we're discussing it beforehand, but uh, earlier on this year against Manchester, the very start of the season when Rosa was there playing against us and there was a guy just kind of along from us just any time he was kind of on the puck or even near the puck just just shouting and abusing him just booing him and right just I mean completely unnecessary but I mean well not unnecessary I guess he's kind of
0: that's what he wants to do pays his money
1: Yeah, that's fair enough um, the other one was the <laughs> the 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 one with the interception on the puck or something like that. Um, we got it. We'd got it back in our day, and there was a a woman just sitting either at the row back or just kind of next to us, and she was <laughs> 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 she was kind of commenting on it, saying, "Nice, nice, get it up the ice." And I don't think she, I don't think she meant it to rhyme, but it was great. But it did. Did. <laughs> but it did, it did. But it did. That's brilliant. There was a guy actually
0: last year shouting vile amounts of abuse at Toby Craig uh, the only problem being that it wasn't Not Toby Craig. Craig that was uh, was refereeing that night <laughs> <laughs> so oh it's daft things like that but uh, there wasn't even any ice hockey on that night wasn't even any ice hockey no I was at Disney on ice <laughs> shouting at Mickey Mouse get him off <laughs> get him off he can't shoot for a
1: toffee that's by no means we are calling Toby Craig a Mickey Mouse ref because we are aware that he follows the podcast but but we have no idea whether it works to it or not
0: yeah it's uh, <laughs> yeah yeah no I hear some funny stuff so if anybody, anybody sends in their best best nuggets from clan crowds we'd like to hear them uh, and also
1: at, at two minutes for chatting Two two minutes for chatting. yeah. Do the number two, mins as in short for minutes. Four as in the number four, and then chatting. As in talking, but. As in talking, but. Right. Okay. Just so it's easy enough. Hopefully,
0: the kind of people that listen to this have got here through these accounts. Yeah. That's dedication. If you're listening, having not gone through that avenue, but. Fair play, if you've not. On that note, as well.
1: I suppose we should. Can I thank the the Purple Army podcast um, for getting the word out there?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the original and best. True. We are the tribute act. <laughs> uh, <laughs> similar, similarly to uh, things things you hear, I think we should throw things that you're unlikely to hear at Clan Games out there as well. <laughs>
1: Right, okay. Have you got an example or just. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've realised that I'm putting you on the spot No, here. no. Well, you could think of a few. So the other,
0: another recent one I thought of was uh, that's Cameron Burke looking really stressed out there. Or even was a good goal from the clan
1: there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Halas has called a penalty that whole period. <laughs> absolutely yeah those pegs are
0: absolutely solid <laughs> so yeah yeah that's those two topics would be good to to get some input on that um, just how we bit to light heartedness yeah and any other any other stuff to discuss or questions and things that people have got Yeah. Uh, no I was just going to I was just going to go for ending our ice hockey section there unless you've got anything else to no nope. That's fine. Um so just a beef skim of the some football stuff and then uh, then some any other business
1: yeah, sure. stuff. Um I guess we need to kinda of start at um the the fact that Scotland kinda of get MD to manage them now. yeah. So John trips oh, available. John trips available. Is he? I'd hope not.
0: Well, well during the day, three o'clock kickoffs maybe.
1: Anyone could become Scotland manager. It's uh, it's a stress free job. You don't really have no no obligations no, to qualify. No, no, no expectations. No transfer budget. Nothing. Pick the best team. Is that really difficult? Like if you watch football at any level, you should be able to should be able to know who should be playing for Scotland and who shouldn't.
0: Yep, and it seemed to take infinite amount of time. To get a team that resembles that and they'd still say we're not even at it potentially. Yeah. Although we're closer than we were at the start of the last qualifying campaign.
1: Aye Um so obviously Michael O'Neills turned down the, the chance to become Scotland manager. So it just uh, just didn't fit. was that?
0: Just uh, it just didn't fit. It wasn't the right time, seems to be the the phrase at the moment for People yeah. turning things down.
1: I <laughs> uh, no, not at the moment. Maybe, maybe sometime
0: in the future. You yeah. uh, want chips? Nah, it's it's not really the right fit for my burger, mate. It's just <laughs> it's not the
1: right time. It's not the right time. Um, so I'm well. I'm guessing that the SFA are kinda sitting there now with absolutely no one in mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely no one. Just waiting for the. Envelopes to come through the letterbox with CVs with spelling mistakes and yeah, all sorts from Joe blogs on the street, walk-in applications, True. accepting walk-in applications. Yeah, no experience needed. Can learn on roll. Yeah. Do you watch? Oh. Yeah. Salary dependent on anything other than performance
1: yeah how many campaigns we can fail to qualify for
0: yeah salary dependent on number of new caps Uh aha yeah no it's uh, who knows you can't even speculate because you don't know what's going to happen what they're going to do
1: true yeah who would you who would you like to see as Scotland manager as the next Scotland manager who do you have in mind Alan Archibald Alan Archibald come on (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know somebody that wouldn't be happy with that suggestion. Oh, no, uh, it's no, it's even thistle. It might be tricky. It this
1: it's question. tricky. I don't know.
0: I saw Brendan Rogers was the uh, <laughs> Neil Lennon.
1: Yeah. Did you Did you hear the guy? There was a guy on Clyde that was saying that it should be each game should be rotated between each of the top flight managers. Right. Okay.
0: <laughs> Just to get a bit of continuity and consistency.
1: Aye, seems to be.
0: Maybe it'll be, uh, maybe we'll get Pedro
1: Caxinian. Nah, I think his, his boat sailed. I don't know about Paula Glenn, though, I wonder what he's doing.
0: True, true. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know, it's difficult. I don't know if... Do we want a manager from Scotland? Or... I'm not too... It's not a, a big thing for me. If it's somebody who isn't from Scotland, I don't really mind that if if they're going to get somewhere. what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think there's any... I don't think there's anyone left, like, from Scotland that I would say, oh, yeah, definitely need him in. Yeah. But um, the person the person that I had in mind that would be a great candidate would be Jürgen Klinsmann, I think. Yeah, of course,
0: yeah. With international experience.
1: Yeah. Obviously, that's just total speculation. But, I mean, like... Even when he, when he took over the USA, he kind of um, helped the kind of set up for, you know, football, soccer in, in the States. He kind of helped set up yeah, set a yeah. program, I guess. So I think he would be, I think he would be an ideal candidate. Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty good shot, actually. Uh, but it's down to, it comes down to cost again, doesn't it? And whether the SFA have even thought or just forgotten who Jürgen Klinsmann is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: you probably do need somebody who's got international experience. Probably not. But, nah. But but I don't know, again. It's uh, at two minutes for chatting. Who should be the next Scotland manager? Get your suggestions in. Yep, Might read them out. Might read them out next week.
1: Your comment may appear on the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, How exciting is that? So exciting. <laughs> the best
0: Glasgow's best and biggest up and coming podcast. Yep, I can
1: think of no other
0: in association with absolutely no sponsor at the moment. Not at uh, the moment, so just sponsored by ourselves. That's good enough, that's all you need. That's all you need. Um, so be. I don't actually remember what my predictions were for last week in the premiership, but but uh, I'll pretend I got them all right
1: if I can find them. Well, oh,
0: of course it was. Uh, mid-week, Scottish Cup week. Yeah, yeah, midweek, yeah, Scottish Cup games.
1: We didn't really make them, did we then? Nah, we only we picked a few of them. I right. Think. Okay. I won't embarrass
0: myself by going back. We will just go forward. Just look forward.
1: We'll, we'll look forward. I think it's probably the best. Um, so, on you go, you lead us off. I'll lead us off. So for the Scottish Premiership this weekend, we have five games on. Saturday, starting with Aberdeen at home to Kilmarnock. Um, that didn't happen, I think, wasn't it? Nah. Kilmarnock, though. Yeah, Kilmarnock, uh, kind of...
0: So-so. I don't know. bit of a revival, anyway. Yeah, hard
1: hard just to
0: see past Aberdeen, though.
1: Aye, especially for Todrick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next game, Celtic are at home to Hibs home win and goals scored by both teams home win okay given that given that the last time Hibs came to Celtic Park they drew two each and should have should have probably won that game if it wasn't for a goal line clearance and a late comeback from Celtic You still put out there. what do you think though? I uh, still fancy Celtic obviously but yeah okay I think that'll be it'll be a tough game but a very tough game yeah uh, moving on Hamilton or at home to Dundee on Saturday.
0: I try to remember predictions. We do a we do a weekly predictions thing uh, outside of this. One of our Spanish pals runs it.
1: Run by our Spanish correspondent.
0: Um, I think. I, James. Went for, <laughs> James, James. I think I went for a a draw in this one. Can't remember.
1: I'm um, trying to look at mine. Where are we? Okay. Uh, yep, yeah, I went for a draw as well. It's uh, Just fancy it there. Yeah. Draw. Um, Art Smotherwell. I'm
0: draw. Arts Motherwell. Arts Motherwell, yep. I'm going to go... Oh, did we predict this one as well? Maybe we did. And I said um, home win. And I'm going to stick by that. I also said that. And I'm also going to stick by that. And we've got St. Johnson part at Thistle. I said, my, I, don't know. I said, I said a away win. And I know, no, no, and I know this is against the rules for the podcast, <laughs> but I'm going to say away win, and um, potentially uh, next week or the week after, we'll have one or more guests on to discuss, yeah, discuss the certain results of these. But I'm going to go away win there.
1: People okay, home win, aren't you? I'm going to go home win right. based on Thistle's uh, second half collapse midweek against yeah, it wasn't great it wasn't great yeah it wasn't great Kevin was upset but you know that's, that's the team he supports unfortunately for him it is um,
0: well uh, when he can defend himself that'll be good yeah <laughs> come on and explain himself but until then I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt I win okay
1: and then the last one of the weekends is on Sunday, Ross County against the Teddy Bears.
0: I'm uh, I'm gonna have to say a wee win, if I'm being honest. But it depends what kind of
1: impact <laughs> David and <laughs> Go makes. David Liverpool legend. Liverpool and Bolton legend, David and Go signed for Ross County. And I, I, I thought it was I thought it was a weird, bizarre signing when it happened and then I remembered that own Coyle would have worked with him at Bolton. So I guess it makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's not completely random.
1: But it just seems yeah. it's one of those funny
0: things where you see it go past and you and you read it again. Just a Aye. check. Just a
1: total enigma, really.
0: Yeah. We'll see, see how he gets on, but I think I will win there, I have to say.
1: Yeah, nah, I would agree unfortunately. Um, so well, that wraps up the predictions for this upcoming weekend's fixtures in the Scottish Premiership. Yep. What do you oh. make of that? <laughs> uh,
0: I, make a, I make of that a lot of money <laughs> if I was a betting man. That's what I make of that. Aye. Um, you want Never to... works. Yeah, no, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Um, move on to uh, any other business that
1: we've got? Yeah we can do Um, I realise that this is kind of running on a wee bit.
0: Yep. uh, That's been a good lesson. Yep.
1: Well that's not for
0: us to decide. No of course not. (laughs) So just what have we got a couple of quick things we've got a new game show here.
1: We've got (laughs) we've got a new game show so basically I'd, I'd come up with this and it's absolute nonsense total shite but we'll go with it. so it's called it's called salt or shite so basically it's not really one that can be that can be aired before the before the watershed mm-hmm. um due to the title obviously but basically it was it was kind of after after the snow that we that we had last week yeah um <laughs> and uh the council coming out to grit the, the pavements. Yeah. Made me wonder when I was out walking <laughs> if I was standing up. <laughs> <laughs> so I it was shite. And basically the premise is that people send in their pictures uh-huh. to um a panel of celebrity guests. Of any height. Of any height, right, okay. Yeah. And decide whether whether or not the picture is of salt or if it's shite. So it's a bit like um hot dogs or legs? Yeah, I suppose you could yeah, you could say that, yeah. I was I didn't I didn't really know whether to whether they call it salt or shite or grit or shit.
0: <laughs> I quite like the second one. <laughs> right, okay. We'll go with that then. Um What about uh, guessing things in the snow wins you do?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can we can workshop the title, but I mean, it was just, it was together <laughs> the main premise of the game down. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's good. That can we can put that on after height and nonsense.
1: Ideal. I think that's kind of that's what everybody's looking for really on their Saturday nights now. Yeah, we've had enough of the X Factor. We have. We've had enough of Britain's Got Talent. We want salt or shite. We do. And. Uh, Followed by Blind Date and Gladiators, obviously.
0: Yeah, of course. You can't need to bring them back properly.
1: The old stuff. Bring yeah. back the old John
0: Anderson and Silla Black <laughs> as well.
1: Bring Silla Black back.
0: <laughs> it's, like CB, it's like CBB. Instead of like Big Brother, it's Silla Black's back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's kind of, that's without our parameters, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now we need to see what we can do with that. We need sponsorship to bring that st- stuff to life.
1: We can see what Cliff Richards is up to. He might be, he might be willing to try. Yep. Given his performance at our a, at a funeral.
0: Yep. Second,
1: uh, second to on.
0: Yeah. Will you be <laughs> yeah. uh, Will you be going to see Elton John in one of his three hundred tour nights?
1: I, I certainly hope so. Unless he's, I, I, It kind of depends where he's playing. I guess I don't want him kind of... Tour to Scottish football grounds again?
0: Mm, no, I suspect he'll be hitting the hydro. If he
1: does, I'm
0: there. Suspect he'll be hitting the hydro and hitting, the high, man and hitting the high note, with rocket man, and you have to, you have to hit the high note. Candle in the wind, but you wouldn't Why? put a candle in the wind. I suppose that's a point. Go
1: out eh? Go out.
0: Yeah. So, no, nah, it's weird. Why they call it that? Anyway, that's for another day. It's probably we'll that. some other
1: meaning. A wind podcast. Yep, absolutely.
0: Weather, weathercast, forecast. The weather. Somebody's called their podcast that. I think it was Manchester. Anyway, so we've got, um, what to touch on another kind of, well, two food related things to finish us off, I think. First one was people rioting over a <laughs> price reduction in Nutella. It was like Black Friday style violence in France when they dropped price of Nutella by seventy percent.
1: Sacrebleu bleu.
0: Shocking. So that caused a bit of a riot. Uh right, I don't think but... I wouldn't personally be jumping down to wherever <laughs> it was just to pick up Nutella.
1: I mean it's not it's not expensive enough that you you need to riot for, <laughs> for a for price reduction for it, I don't no,
0: it's not could just wait for the yellow label guy or whatever it is that puts the discount stickers was on late at night in the up sales
1: just wait wait for that, that section in ASDA. yeah
0: absolutely that was a bit, a bit of a weird one but it was all over the news so it's on the news it's on two minutes for chatting well <laughs> it's not really it's just we pick up daft things
1: uh, just if you get an interest in it it'll be on here
0: yeah uh, and we've got Amazon Go that you wanted to talk about.
1: I just I just briefly wanted <laughs> to <laughs> chat about it. Um, aye, so basically, Amazon have opened up their own supermarket, and basically, I think what it is is you. What, I think what it is is what it is is what it is is this: you scan your phone as you go in, and there's no, there's no checkouts. Right. So, I think you must you must scan your phone in the way out as well, and I think it's they've got they've got thousands of like sensors and stuff that pick up what you pick up, right? I think that's what they do. That so, seems
0: pretty technically expensive.
1: Technically expensive, and also, what's to uh, I mean, what's to stop you just stopping somebody taking their stuff off them as they're leaving? I guess you could do that at, at any. Supermarket. Yeah, but.
0: I do that quite a lot with my shopping. Yeah. So you go in a couple of bags. This is when they used to, like when they used to have the pound coins in the trolleys. You just go around with a lot of they'd be detached ends, put them in people's trolleys, <laughs> take Taking that
1: taking one of them and uh, to get to get them cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah you'd need to get them cut
0: because you couldn't just have one they'd be stuck <laughs> so
1: what is this what, what is it you're going to be using this for mate just uh, just get a new lock put in the door <laughs> it looks <laughs> it's like a trolley it looks like a trolley but it's... <laughs> my front door resembles a trolley I think, Aye. yeah I think they'd be a bit suspicious but yeah so is that is that going to be the, the way forward for supermarkets I don't know if it is all based like that, it seems
0: mega expensive and open to all sorts of abuse. Imagine having that system here i
1: can I can't imagine it because
0: guys would be going in the shops with weights and swapping <laughs> a real item for a weight <laughs> and walking out it's got yeah. three full baskets nay staff nay staff
1: nay staff i was just I was just using your toilet just using your toilet yeah. So, who knows? But they've 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 introduced that scan and go stuff now. Where you scan your own stuff. Aye, Well, I'm talking about in sort uh, normal supermarkets. Yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: Other supermarkets are available. Walmart, of course. Asda was the place where I met the one and only Scott Pitt. Uh, it was a good day. Members <laughs> of them. Um, anyway, I don't want to talk about him. He doesn't play for us anymore. So,
1: sadly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, no but that, so scan and go I've not actually used that have you used a scan and go
1: uh, Rosemary used it once and did she scan and go she scanned and went I believe it's kind of, I think it's I don't know it's kind of weird though because you kind of walk about with the, with the bags
0: so you're packing as you go really or you might not pack as you go you could still
1: pack at the end but you can still pack at the end but that would kind of defeat the purpose yeah so you just take
0: your trolley and you're scanning packing and going
1: yeah seems to be but again, that's kind of open to... It is. <laughs> just scan what you want. Just scan the cheap things. <laughs> uh, just I've just got these bags. I've paid for them, mate. Where's your receipt? Where's the receipt? Aye. Unexpected item in the scanning
0: area. Aye. But, uh, no, so I'd be interesting to see how that gets on. It wouldn't work here, I don't think. Be, I don't think so. Uh, there'd be guys standing outside asking, I'll dare shopping for you, mate, but I'll get cheaper.
1: If you give seventy p for the bus,
0: yeah, I'll get your shop fifty percent off. In they go. Yeah. Know the ins and outs. Know all the cameras. Know the traps. All the blind spots. All the blind spots. Yeah. So, well, if I get a chance to go to Seattle, is it? I might have to go in. Yeah. Maybe maybe do a live a live podcast from the Amazon Go store. (laughs) See how we're getting on. Yeah so I just
1: the final thing
0: yeah yeah
1: I guess we we spoke about um, a particular scene in the Phantom Menace or a particular line in the Phantom Menace I should say yeah last week Yeah. and a comment was left about asking us to discuss why they why they when they gassed the Jedi why did they open the door to let them out so soon aye that was a bit
0: that was mental so they're in for the trade negotiations, and uh, in comes the in comes the droid, sort of C three PO lookalike guy. Yeah. T C thirteen maybe, whatever. I think it might be that. But uh, yeah, yeah, one of them. Wow. And uh, essentially, what happens is the doors closed on them, sealed.
1: And uh, not not the bridge seal off the bridge. That's uh, separate. Not the bridge, but
0: the door is must be. Yeah. Physically sealed. Uh-huh. And uh, Dioxys gas. Is Dioxys even a gas to start? Is that even a real? I
1: have no idea dioxous. what dioxous are.
0: Well, Dioxys is, of... is the first result. Dioxus <laughs> is from Wikipedia. Wikipedia, that is. Right. So it's almost certainly made up. Uh, and apparently it's a toxic gas used by the Trade Federation and the Confederacy of Independent Systems. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, so why did they open the door so quickly? Just let the dioxys work. The guy can't hold his breath forever.
1: True. Maybe they were, I don't know, did they do it to save the droid? But surely they are. Ah, They must not be affected. Just circuits. It's, it's no lungs. Well, yeah. It's just spits. It's just binary. Yeah, I was just thinking of reasons why they would open is? the right. door. Really?
0: We recently got a bathroom put in. And see, now, when it's winter... <laughs> and obviously space is pretty cold. So when it's winter here, you're not readily having all the windows open in your house, especially not in the morning. So before work, you in a shower. Yeah. We're not initially opening the windows. And uh Hopefully. after the shower, place is absolutely dripping with condensation, steam, everything. Got an extractor fan. They must have had extractor fans as well. It's uh-huh. it's the Trade Federation, it's they had they had, ventilation it is. Shaft. They had ventilation shafts, so they had. I think it's condensation. I think they've opened the door to avoid <laughs> getting the basically getting the walls repainted because <laughs> they generate so much condensation. That's why they've done it.
1: But they've got they've got so many droids at their disposal that they would be able to do that. They do, but no bother. What's
0: difficult to get a good painter up there?
1: It's. Uh, <laughs> I guess they, they wouldn't be able to reach up to the, to no, the no, top exactly. really
0: but I think, I think that's what it is, I'm going with condensation so to answer your question uh, again, DUFC player, you know who you are Sam's answer for that is condensation avoidance and the price of a good
1: tradesman Yeah,
0: but I don't know what your thoughts
1: are <laughs> um, no I didn't, well I'll go along with that yeah the thing is though why, why on earth are they... So the Trade, Fed, the Trade Federation, Newt Gunray and the other guy that I've still not looked up the name of, but I'll I'll call him the, mm-hmm. the stunted slime for the time being. Generally, they seem very nervous characters. They are pretty nervous, yeah, yeah. So why, why on earth would they want to overthrow Naboo?
0: Under orders I suppose. Maybe when you are nervous you're you're making rash decisions. You know what it's like. You watch players at the clan when they're nervous. They're throwing the p- They're icing pucks. They're-,
1: they're taking daft penalties. They're
0: taking daft penalties. Daft penalties, that's something we missed from the clan bit. Anyway, if people have listened this far, <laughs> I need to stop taking daft penalties because a penalty killed us against Cardiff. Stop yeah. taking daft penalties. Anyway, yeah.
1: If you if you've listened up to this point, then you deserve a medal. You do, uh, but no. So maybe maybe they're just
0: making rash decisions and they've gone for Naboo But again, you can't you can't tell. It's difficult. It's like the Dioxys
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah,
0: no. I think that pretty much covers that.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, if anyone else has um, any questions that bothered them while they watched the Phantom Menace, we'll be we'll be gladly. They... Happy to to cover that. The reasons why they did it.
0: Yeah. Or then, or if anybody has any suggestions with what we've already talked about in terms of those reasons. And indeed, as we've said, anything else that's actually interesting on the podcast, then
1: give us a shoot. Yeah, definitely. I really so we don't we didn't really have any sound clips as such, but um we didn't. Um maybe we, did we one can... at the
0: start. Maybe we can upload something then keep it a bit more interesting but it's uh, it's a good hour and a half's content and I hope people have enjoyed it.
1: Likewise thanks for listening
0: thanks for listening yep we'll see you hopefully next week again at some point or as soon as possible uh, for episode 3 yep. with maybe some special guests see how it goes. Perhaps but uh, just as usual we'll play it out with some dramatic piano and uh, speak to you soon folks take care eh?